Hello, and welcome to the Food Freedom Body Love Podcast. I'm Dr. Jillian Murphy, a licensed registered doctor of naturopathic medicine and the creator of the Food Freedom Body Love Method, a system for helping both adults and children make peace with their bodies, weight, and relationship with food so they can pursue health in the most relaxed and enjoyable way. Hey, welcome back to the Food Freedom Body Love Podcast. Today, It's just going to be a little bit of food for thought. I think three, two or three little excerpts, one from Anne Lamont, one from me. And I'm contemplating a third one from Mindy Kaling. I just have to dig it up. (laughs) Um, Little bits of food for thought around your body and food and nutrition to carry you through the weekend. Enjoy. Oh my God, what if you wake up someday and you're 65 or 75 and you never got your memoir or your novel written or you didn't go swimming in warm pools and oceans all those years because your thighs were jiggly and you had a nice, big, comfortable tummy and you were just so strung out on perfectionism and people pleasing that you forgot to have a big, juicy, creative life of imagination and radical silliness and staring off into space like when you were a kid. It's going to break your heart. Don't let this happen. Anne Lamont. I am what I am, plus or minus five pounds. I'm surprised when I remember that physically I resemble most women in this country. In the United States, a woman who's 5'4 and a size 10 is probably more common than virtually any other body type. But somehow when she's on screen, it's shocking to people. Almost as shocking as seeing a married couple on TV where the man and woman are roughly the same age. If I were your doctor or your congresswoman or your sandwich artist, you wouldn't be shocked to see me. And yet, because I'm an actress, a grown man is amazed that I put jam on my toast. Selfishly, I hope that after I write about it here, people will stop asking me so much about my weight. I can just say, hey, I talked about this. Go read the chapter in my book. If writers, even well-intentioned writers, stop focusing on that aspect of my appearance, it will become less exceptional, which would probably be a, which would probably be good for body acceptance in women who look like me. Besides, there are so many other physical things about me to fixate on. My breasts are a little uneven. I have a scar in the shape of a swastika on my shoulder. That's nuts. And hey, I have character flaws too. This book is basically an expose of them that I wrote myself. Focus on those. They're hopefully more interesting and funnier. I want to say one last thing and it's important. Though I am a generally happy person who feels comfortable in my skin, I do beat myself up because I am influenced by societal pressure to be thin. All the time. I feel it the way anybody who picks up a magazine and sees Kira Knightley's elegantly bony shoulder blades poking out of a backless dress does. I don't know if any, if I've ever seen my shoulder blades once. Honestly, I'm dubious that any part of my body could be so sharp and firm as to be described as a blade. I feel it when I wake up in the morning and try on every single pair of my jeans and everything looks bad and I just want to go back to sleep. But my secret is... Even though I wish I could be thin and that I could have the ease of lifestyle that I associate with being thin, I don't wish for it with all of my heart. 
because my heart is reserved for way more important things. I will leave you with one last piece of advice, which is this. If you've got it, flaunt it. And if you don't got it, flaunt it. Because what are we even doing here if we're not flaunting it? And that, my friends, shall go on my tombstone. That's an excerpt from Mindy Kaling's book, Why Not Me? And one last piece of food for thought for today. What if everything you eat is totally perfect? What if you spent one week this week operating under the assumption that every single thing you put in your mouth was perfect? What might life feel like? How much easier would your day be? Your week? What if everything you eat is nourishing you physically, emotionally, or spiritually? And what if even the foods you eat that made you feel bad physically or foods you eat that aren't labeled clean were still fulfilling a need in a perfect way? What if instead of being a bad behavior, eating these foods was just a clue into where you might be lacking in flow or clarity or ease in your life? And you could use that information to figure out where your life needs to shift Or maybe those foods are just delicious and an indication of your human need for pleasure and joy. Useful, life-altering information. Pure, vital joy. How would it feel to not criticize or judge or compartmentalize every morsel you put in your mouth, but to celebrate and enjoy it? How might life be different? Where might this shift in attitude lead you? And how much more fun could you be having right now?